You know how you know you're in trouble? You know you're in trouble when Chuck Schumer is complimenting the president. President Trump did the right thing. Don't meddle in Congress's business. Don't meddle in our budget negotiations. You stay out of this. We'll figure it out, President Trump. This is good. He stayed out of it. He gave in. Good. I mean, this guy is so not likable. It's like the top three least likable people. Bernie Madoff, Bashar al-Assad, and Chuck Schumer. (laughs) I know I'm going to get in trouble. No, I'm not equating Chuck Schumer with Assad. I'm going to get emails for that. Reportedly, President Trump has said that he will not insist on funding for the wall until 2018. And a lot of people are very upset. And let me be clear. I'm not blaming President Trump here. I'm blaming Republicans in Congress for not backing their president. How was Trump supposed to know that the Republican House and Senate would be his biggest enemies? He expected them to be more like the Democrats who actually get behind the guy chosen to lead the country. Instead, his people seem to be sabotaging him. I mean, this is the swamp all over again. And President Trump, when he said we're going to build a wall, he actually thought that the Republican House and Senate would agree, being that the American people have chosen the guy who screamed about building the wall. My name is Yaakov M. Coming up, more on the budget negotiations. Plus, we will tell you why Benjamin Netanyahu canceled a meeting at the last minute with the German foreign minister. Very interesting stuff. Uh, Before that, I'd like to ask you guys for a favor. You folks are amazing. I love your feedback. I love hearing from you on the hotline emails. Sometimes you disagree and you critique me, which is cool. Keep it coming. I have a small request. We did turn this into a podcast as well. This is an iTunes podcast. Now, here's the thing. If you don't know anything about iTunes and your eyes are glazing over right now, forget it. I don't want you to have to inconvenience yourself. I'm only asking if somebody has access to iTunes. I know a lot of you are listening to the Froom Newswire because you want to get away from technology. Very, that's, That is great. That's why we're here. And I don't want anybody to listen to this podcast on iTunes instead of here. I want you to listen on the Froom Newswire. But we are on iTunes. And here's the deal. The first eight weeks that we're on, we can get bumped up and promoted in the new and noteworthy section. So the next eight weeks are crucial. We just launched it now. There's a few episodes up. So what you can do is go to iTunes. You have to search Politics Clear Simple. Those three words, that's what I'm calling it, Politics Clear and Simple. So search the words Politics Clear Simple in the podcast section, and you will find our podcast. You'll see it's called Politics Clear and Simple. And uh, just here's what I want you to do. Just listen to one or two episodes, and, and if you can, please leave a review. If it's positive, that would be even better. Leave a review, listen to a couple of episodes. If they see a bunch of people do that, it'll help us a ton. So we thank you so much. Now, here's where we're at with the budget. And if the government, if they don't pass a congressional federal budget by Friday night, there are different ways to do it. Won't get into the weeds here. It can be done uh, by a continuing resolution, which keeps things status quo, or they can fund a new budget. But either way, it has to happen by late Friday night or the government will shut down. Oh, no, not a shutdown. No, that, that's going to be the end of the world, the apocalypse. They make it sound like the bubonic plague, like the Ebola virus. A shutdown is just not that big a deal, but the Republicans are terrified, and that gives the Democrats all the leverage in the world. The Democrats, who are the Democrats? They're the losers. Who's Schumer? Who's Pelosi? They lost. They have no nothing here. They don't own anything. They don't have the House, the Senate, the White House. Zero. Nada. And yet they have leverage. The Republicans are so frightened of their own shadow. So here's how it works. The Democrats want Obamacare funding, which is worth, uh, which which is seven billion dollars worth of funding uh, subsidies for the insurance companies to keep Obamacare going. Without that money, the Unaffordable Care Act will pretty much collapse. President Trump says, "I'm not giving you that money unless you help me start building a wall and pay, and give me money to improve border security." And the Democrats said no. Schumer said no. 
And President Trump, it's reported, seems to have caved, and he got no backing, as I can tell, from the Republicans, except for maybe a few very hard-like conservatives. Now, you know what percentage of the budget the the wall would cost? We're talking about a few billion dollars out of a a $4 trillion budget. You're talking about less than a tenth of 1%. This is not about the money. This is about politics. They're trying to sabotage Trump. They know this is big promise. Schumer knows that. Pelosi knows that. And the Republicans also, by the way. And they want Trump to look foolish. I don't see how any other explanation. This is not about the money. There is it's so there's a you know how much money we waste on Medicaid, Medicare, entitlements, unemployment. You know how many trillions of dollars they just have to take a couple of bucks. It would be simple as anything not to mention they could just take away the obamacare funding and uh and it goes even further the republicans are giving the democrats everything they wanted there were things that there should be cut some of the conservatives are reportedly not going to vote for this budget because it funds certain democrat things that that are that are very liberal that we're against and they're not going to do it but, but you don't have to worry because the democrats are going to vote for it i mean this is amazing that we're actually uh, con- making concessions with the Democrats at the expense of conservatives in, 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 in Congress. I mean, how outrageous is that? Schumer and Pelosi shouldn't even be at the table. And the media acts like their opinion matters. They have no control except if the Republicans give them control. Schumer's telling Trump, butt out. This is not your budget. You're you're just the president. I'm, I'm part of the Senate. Well, guess what, Schumer? You're a Democrat. You should be the one butting out. So this is really, really outrageous. And uh, what I what I say is, and I don't know why he's not doing this, President Trump, as I've said before, it's all about messaging. Let the government shut down, fight this one hard, and then get up in front of the American people and say, listen, you guys, explain it to them. Listen, Obama made a mess of Obamacare. We're not going to fund billions of dollars. It's just not going to happen because it's it's a disaster and we're just pumping money in. To, to a train wreck. It, it, that, that money's going in the garbage. And yes, we want a wall because you guys voted me in for a wall and we're going to insist on a wall. And, and if you are upset that, that the government is shut down, then what? guess what? Blame Schumer because he's refusing to do the right thing. And Lindsey Graham, I mean, he's really a, a piece of work. You know, Lindsey Graham said he said, well, President Trump is pretty much winning on the wall, even if he doesn't get the money, because Wall is just a symbol. It just really means border security. And we're going to secure the border. So, you know, the wall is just a technicality. I mean, no, no. A wall is not a symbol. A wall is a wall. It's a thing that keeps the bad, the bad hombres out of the country. Why can't our leaders be more like the Democrats? The Democrats let the radical liberals rule the day. They passed Obamacare. They passed Dodd-Frank. They, of course, gave... Who knows how much money in, in bailouts to Wall Street and everywhere else and all, all sorts of companies out there. They raise taxes and they let the extremists rule on the left. And yet in the Republicans, we have to be moderate and we have to con- be, be, have, give concessions to the Democrats. And we can't let the media ever say anything bad about us. I mean, what are you guys afraid of? You guys are going to be voted out of office. It's May. We don't have a, a piece of legislation here. Repeal and replace the wall. Uh, the tax cuts. We have nothing. It's May. Republicans are in control of everything. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. Now, and, and again, you know, and Congress, by the way, new polls are out. I think there was in the Washington Post. Their approval numbers are in the are in the are in the tank. Their approval numbers are a disaster. Seventy five percent of people disagree of, disapprove of Congress. Gee, I wonder why. They, they, they've made promise after promise. They finally are in control. And guess what? Oh, guys, you know what? Never mind. It's like, hey, let's see. 
25% approval rating, 75% disapproval rating. Hey, what, what do you think we should do now? Oh, I know. We'll do more of the same. We'll keep funding liberal things. We'll keep conceding to the liberals. We'll keep giving in and not repeal and replace Obamacare and not lower taxes and not, and not balance a budget. Let's just keep doing the same old, same old, which has gotten us into this mess where everybody disapproves of our of our work. It's just amazing. Now, as I mentioned at the outset, Benjamin Netanyahu uh, backed out of a meeting with the German vice chancellor, who is also the German foreign minister, uh, Sigmar Gabriel. And the reason is because Sigmar Gabriel also... On the same trip to Eretz Yisrael, he arranged to meet with a group known as Breaking the Silence. This group opposes, well, the New York Times will tell you they oppose the Israeli occupation of the Palestinian territory. It's not occupation because it's disputed territories and Eretz Yisrael won it fair and square. But, uh, you know, but, but of course, the New York Times won't tell you that part. Anyway, Breaking the Silence basically is, is a group, as I can see, that it's an extreme radical left pro-Palestinian pretty much pro-terrorist group, and they manipulate, it seems, some former IDF military people, getting them on their side to say that they're opposed to settlement building and opposed to the way the Israelis treat the Palestinians. This whole thing is incredibly bogus, breaking the silence. Breaking the silence gets the vast majority of its funding from outside of Israel, from Europe, from very radical left-wing organizations. I mean, this is totally funded by people with an agenda. This is not this is not authentic. This is not an Israeli group. This is a Palestinian sympathizing radical Islam jihad sympathizing group. That's what it is and it's being funded by political organizations with an agenda. Okay? It's as simple as that. So that's why Netanyahu says, "You sorry, you can't come here, and you're the German vice chancellor. You can't be meeting with with with, with that with a pro-terrorist group. That is just a slap in the face to Eretz Yisrael." Now, what's amazing is that this Sigmar Gabriel, he was offended, he was outraged, and he said, "Quote: It simply cannot be. Imagine if we would invite Mr. Netanyahu to Germany, and he wants to meet with non-governmental organizations critical of our government, and we say, well, if you do that, we'll break off the visit.'" People would say we're crazy. That's a terrible analogy. Terrible analogy. This is like the KKK. Imagine if somebody came to the United States to meet with President Trump. Imagine if uh, a foreign leader came to the United States to meet with President Trump and he also said, you know, I'm going to meet with the neo-Nazi party or I'm going to meet with a pro-terrorist group who uh, is, wants to bring down the government. Uh, that, 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 that's what this is like. It's not like they make it sound like, oh, it's just, you know, a peaceful organization. They just disagree with the government. No, 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 no. These are terrorist sympathizers, and especially with the history with Germany. Baruch Hashem, now things, the relationships between relationship between Israel and Germany is good. But uh, it, it, as we know, it wasn't always like that. And you know what? We, we're not going to forget. And this is just a complete slap in the face. And then he's offended by it. He shouldn't be offended. He should have gotten the message loud and clear. So we're going to keep an eye on this. Hopefully, this will be reconciled peacefully, but it certainly is a very shocking thing. Thanks for being here. We will keep you updated on all the latest, really exciting stuff. And keep listening. Tell your friends because we're here to give you just a really cold, hard, good look at the truth and the facts. Whether we like them or not, we report them. And uh, you can decide if you <laughs> sounds familiar. Uh, my name is Yaakov M.